Hello, my friends. It is Sheena Diane. And I want to pop on here for just a second and talk about change. You know, we all have to go through change, right? You know, it might be a change in your situation as far as who you're with, or maybe you have kids now that you didn't have before, or perhaps you are losing a friend or gaining a friend, or losing a loved one, uh, finding a new job. We all go through changes in life, sometimes small, sometimes big, but no matter what the change, we're always scared. We're always scared, right? And there's this thing that our brain does and it's called fight or flight. Have you ever got, have you ever heard that? Our brain is made to protect us. And so everything that we do, our brain is worried for our protection. That's what our brain's for, to protect us, to keep us safe. And um, what ends up happening when you <laughs> when you make a decision to do something new is your brain starts talking you out of it. Your brain starts saying, no, you know what? You're really comfortable where you are right now. You know, you don't want to get this other job. It's far away. You're going to not make as much money. Yeah, yeah, there's some benefits to it. But you know what? You're comfortable. You can feed your family. Don't do it. Right? This is what your brain says. So there's a brain doctor that actually talks about this, and I don't know her name, but she says you have exactly five seconds Five seconds to change your brain's mind when it starts talking you out of something. Five seconds to say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it anyway. Because your brain is scared. Your brain is going to make you say, oh, you know what? I am comfortable where I am. And yeah, this new job is going to make things harder. Yeah, there might be some long-term benefits, but I won't see them for a long time. Do I really want to do this? Is it worth it? So you have five seconds to make up your mind to do the new thing that you want to do. Have you guys ever had this experience? Call in and let me know if you have. But I want to talk to you guys about this today because this is exactly what's happening with Gator Johnny. And I know that he's not been on Anchor very much, so I'm kind of talking for him. (laughs) Um, He has kind of taken a hiatus from Anchor and kind of been doing YouTube lately. But um, he is in this situation where he finally finally is back at Gatorland, you guys. It's been a long nine years in the making. Um, And I I know I've told you this before, but he was let go a long time ago because he got a back injury. And we kind of put two and two together and figured it was that. Plus, he was the highest paid entertainer. He was the oldest entertainer there. And they can get two young, strapping country boys to wrestle the Gators for the same price as they were paying Johnny. So... When you really look at it and do the math, you're like, well, yeah, you can see, you know, he was already in his 40s or late 30s. So it's it's kind of like, yeah, we can understand, right, when we finally took a step back and when finally Johnny stopped being angry. <laughs> it took him a good two years to stop being angry at Gatorland because he loved that job and he put his blood, sweat, and tears in that job. And he absolutely was the best entertainer. And anybody that you ask at Gatorland will tell you the same thing. It wasn't just Johnny's ego. He really was the best entertainer there. Um, But, again, he was the highest paid and also the oldest and always getting injured, back injuries and things. So it kind of makes sense in a business standpoint why they would let him go. Um, Unfortunately, you know, it stunk because Johnny really spent the past nine years trying to get back there. And not only trying to get back there, but trying to find his Gatorland. And what I mean by that is that he actually moved down from New Jersey 
from New Jersey, you guys, to wrestle alligators. And he worked there, I believe, three years before I even met him. Um, and then after I met him, of course, things happened with us. I met him right there on the wrestling arena. And um, that's a story for a different day. I won't go into too much detail. But um, we actually got married right there on the sand, the, the place that we met, which is pretty amazing. And Gatorland has some really big significance to Johnny and I. And um, it's always been our home, even after we left. You know, I worked there as well. After I graduated from vet tech school, I started working there. And, um, you know, our love blossomed a year and a half later. We got married right there on the wrestling arena where we met. So it's, it's a pretty, pretty awesome place for us. So the fact that he's actually going back and next week is his first week back or his first day back. He uh, just went into his training yesterday, um, but he's still at Showcase of Citrus right now. But anyway, he's starting to get that mentality of, well, crap, I'm not going to be getting tips anymore. And I'm going to be driving an hour every day to work, which, you know, that's kind of sucking, right? He's also going to pay tolls. So we're losing money. Even though he might be getting paid the same hourly, he's not getting tips. He is now paying tolls and has got an hour drive there and back every day. So two hours in the car with extra gas. So he's starting to flip out. One, because of that. Two, because I still don't have a significant job. Yes, I'm making money with my pearl business, but that's only paying one bill every once in a while. So I'm not really bringing in enough to provide for my part of the bills. I'm still looking for a job, but you know, that's in the back of his mind. Like he is pretty much taking over all of the bills. We were at a two family income and now on a one family income, he's trying to pay as many bills as he can. (laughs) And okay, so the electric's going to get cut off. We'll pay that one now. Okay. So the water's going to get cut off. We'll pay that one now. You know, so it's kind of like a balancing act. Which ones can we not pay? Um, and which ones do we have to pay? So that's kind of what's been going on. And this is not to cry poor mouth or <clears throat> say, oh, we need money. It's just to kind of give you guys an idea of what is going on in Johnny's mind. Because as the man of the house, he's freaking out. But as his wife, I have to remind him that even though, yes, this is a scary situation for all of us. He's been trying so hard to get back at Gatorland for nine years. Nine years. Um, it's going to be hard and it's going to be a struggle, but I always have to put my faith in God. I always have to step back and say, I don't have control of this because here's the thing, you know, after losing my mom, I mean, I, I flipped out. I, I, for about a year, honestly, the whole year that she passed away, the year after she died, I don't remember it. I honestly could not tell you who I spoke to or what I did. And um, the other day I was telling Johnny, I was like, wow, my mom's been gone for one year. And he was like, Sheena, it's almost been two years. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it's almost been two years. That year was like such a blur to me that I don't even remember half of what happened. So after that, I feel like I really kind of had to lean on God. I really have like, I don't know how we're going to make it. I don't know how we're going to pay bills. I don't know how we're going to make our house payment, you know, like, but if I freak out about all that stuff, the only thing it's going to do is stress me out, you know, cause me to yell at my kids, cause me to cry, cause me to get depressed, get angry at Johnny. Him and I are going to fight. So what do I do? 
I'll give it to God. And that's not to say that I'm not doing anything. Like, I don't want you guys to think that, oh, I'm just sitting there on the couch eating bonbons and watching Netflix. No, I mean, I'm still actively looking for a job every day. I'm still marketing uh, my marketing business, and I'm also marketing my um, my pearl business, which my pearl business has taken off, and that's really what I've been focusing on more now because it's bringing the money in, right? So, um, but with that being said, I'm still giving it to God. Like, I am really... Just taking that fear and saying, God, you have me in this situation for whatever reason. I don't know why I had to lose my job, um, but I have to give it to you. You know, I just have to step back and give it to you. So because of this, I really felt like we should read some Jesus Calling today. And I know this was a long intro, but um, I just wanted to tell you guys that if you're going through something in your life, if you're going through change, it's for a reason. You know, all of these things that happen are for a reason to teach us or to help us grow as a person. Um, and as much as I would love to take some things back that I've done or said in my life, <clears throat> ultimately, I wouldn't be the person that I am today if those things hadn't happened. Now, if I could take back, you know, losing my mom, I would do that in a heartbeat, of course. Um, there are so many things that I wish I could have done differently, like the the day that she started complaining of heartburn and take her to the hospital, you know, um, and the doctor even said that if she would have went in yet the day before, she would have still been alive because they could have stopped it. Um, but I didn't know. And she lived alone and she was a very strong willed woman and she was fine. She was fine. She never went to the doctor for anything. Um, so why would she go to a doctor for heartburn? Right? So anyway, guys, there are a lot of things that I can look back and question and stuff like that, but really all that does is stress you out. It makes you cry. It just makes you angry. And we can't live like that. I mean, especially those of us who have kids. I have three kids, you know, and if I lived like that, I would be so angry. I would be the most angry person because I'd be angry at myself for not taking my mom to the hospital. I'd be angry at myself for doing something to lose the job at Source Link. Even though I don't feel like I did anything wrong, I could have made more sales. I could have been digging in there. I could have been in my car driving up and down the construction sites and passing out business cards. Like there's a lot of things that I could have done to help us bring in money that I didn't do and I'm kicking myself for it. But if I, if I kept dwelling on that, where does that get me? Where does that get me? Does that make me a better mom? Does that make me a better wife? Is that going to put food on my table? Is that going to make us dinner? Is that going to, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what is that going to do? Nothing. So what does help me? Prayer, giving it to God. That's really what helps me, you guys, is just prayer. As odd and as weird as that might sound. And I know some of you guys may not believe in God, and that's okay. I definitely would say meditate. Meditate is a form of prayer. Even if you're not praying to a, a spiritual being, meditation is a way for your body to center itself. And um, if any of you guys have ever listened to Maria Humphreys, her her station is called Strong Body, Strong Soul. Um, I definitely recommend it because she is a um, she's a spiritual counselor. I believe it is. I may say that wrong. Sorry, Maria. But um, I love listening to her because she's got the soothing voice, first of all, and secondly, because she always ends up having something on her station that just is exactly what I needed at that moment. Um, she does angel card readings and things like that. It just kind of center you. And it's really nice to just kind of sit back, close your eyes and just not distress. 
clear your mind. And that's hard. And, and especially for me, you guys, I can't clear my mind. Like I've tried. And as soon as I close my eyes and I try to start meditating, you know what happens? I start thinking, crap, I couldn't pay the bills. Oh, did I do the laundry? Oh my gosh. I forgot to fold the clothes. Oh, did I change Dominic's diaper? Wait, what time do I have to go pick up Kira from, from her study class? Oh, what time is speech class? That's what I think about when I start closing my eyes. And so, um, it's hard for me. That's why I pray. Um, I am a constant talker. I took my brain talks. And so when I'm talking to God, I'm centering my talk. So if you can't quiet your brain, like I can't, and I, I'm trying, I'm learning. It is, it is definitely a skill. I'm going to say it's a definitely a skill, something that you have to practice. But if you can't quiet your mind, like I can't, then definitely talk, talk to God. Or if you don't talk to God, if you don't believe in that, just talk. Get your feelings out. Talk in your head if you need to and talk about what's bothering you. Um, just talk to yourself as if you're having a conversation. And believe me, I know it sounds odd, but it works, you guys. So we're going to move on to the next segment of this and go into our Jesus Calling. <laughs> 